This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warrior. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Our country may never recover from Secretary Mayorkas' dereliction of duty. This is why today I am calling on the Secretary to resign. He cannot and must not remain in that position. If Secretary Mayorkas does not resign, House Republicans will investigate every order, every action, and every failure will determine whether we can begin impeachment inquiry. Okay, welcome. Uh, we're going to connect dots today. We're going to go from El Paso, Texas. We're going to go to Washington, D.C., the, the, the seat of power about this uh, race for speaker, to Mar-a-Lago about President Trump. We're going to go back to Arizona about the election there. We're going to go to Brazil about what just happened in Brazil in the elections and finish with Mike Lindell about Twitter, all of them are about the same thing. It's about elections and the consequences of elections. Right there, you see the power of the War Room audience. That was Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy at El Paso, Texas, where we built the wall down there. He's down there, and what he's saying is that they're going either Mayorkas resigns, or they're essentially going to start hearings, and they're going to do them down in El Paso, Texas. Right? They're going to do them in El Paso, Texas, do hearings to move to do an investigation that will lead to his impeachment. Um, I want to bring uh, Boris Epstein. Boris, I had you and Mike Davis to come in about the ridiculous nature of what DOJ is doing, the special counsel. But I've got to ask you, is that a new Kevin? Uh, is that a new uh, Kevin McCarthy? We, we had uh, Congressman Norman on here this morning, South Carolina. He said, hey, I'm a hard no. I'm a hard no because I just don't think this guy's a nice guy, but I don't think he's up for the fight on the budget appropriations, other tough fights uh, that we had. Is this a new Kevin McCarthy you're seeing? And how much is that inspired by President Trump and the Trump movement? Well, Steve, honorably with you, honorably with the posse today. And I think what you're seeing is definitely a very tough, strong, direct Kevin McCarthy. There's no two ways about it. And, you know, he is somebody right now who is the speaker-elect. The vote already happened. You know, the vote for the actual speaker will happen on, on January 3rd, 2023. And what you see from Kevin McCarthy is a representation of the fact that we've talked about time and time and time again, that this was a President Donald J. Trump win. This is a MAGA Congress. And Kevin McCarthy is representing that down at the border in El Paso, Texas, calling out the pathetic Biden administration, calling out the absolutely useless, useless Secretary of DHS, Mayorkas, and saying it like it is. They have broken our border. They have destroyed our national security, and they have allowed a complete and total invasion of our country. So, you know, and I know some folks are, you know, they have their perspective, everybody, and everybody's entitled to it. 
Okay, and we'll see how this process plays out. It's a long time between now and January 3rd. But we've got to give credit where credit is due. Because when we call on, on folks who you know, have a have a relationship with the establishment, have background in the establishment, when we call on them to speak MAGA and most importantly to act MAGA, and when they do, like McCarthy did down on the border today, we've got to give them credit. We've got to give credit where credit is due. And credit is due to Kevin McCarthy today for traveling down to El Paso, Texas, by the way, still haven't seen Kamal Harris down there in any real way, or, or Joe Biden. Obviously, Biden doesn't know what day it is or where he is. Probably thinks he's still in Bali. But got, got to give credit to Kevin McCarthy for going down to the border and taking command of that situation. To give a signal, not noise, is there any chance that Schumer's amnesty for 11 million could ever get any Republican votes in the Senate to break filibuster? If you've got the House down there saying they're going to impeach a sitting uh, DHS secretary because of his lies, misrepresentations, high crimes and misdemeanors on, on the uh, invasion of the southern border, sir? It better not. It better not. There better not be one Republican who considers voting for this Frankenstein canard of a suggestion of amnesty. Not in the Senate, not in the House, and better not have any voices pushing for it. If we want to keep winning, we've got to stand strong and tall on the issue that President Trump has championed from the very moment he went down the golden escalator in 2015. And a huge reason he's running again, which is to build our border and now to rebuild our border. President Trump gave us the strongest border in history. Biden is awful, awful team. And together with some rhinos, maybe have destroyed it. It's time to get America back. And no, amnesty has to be a hard no, hard no vote from every Republican. You know, we're going to get in the second uh, section of this. And then tonight at the six o'clock show, we're going to talk about Carrie Lake's fight. It's a free, it's a fire zone, a free fire zone out there right now on the collapse of this election process. But remember, Carrie Lake, her number one issue was not election integrity. Her number one issue was that she was going to declare an invasion on the southern border. Her first day, lift, lift the, she was going to get inaugurated at the border, lift her hand off the Bible, and sign a declaration declaring a uh, an invasion on the southern border. That's how big an issue this is in states like Arizona and Texas and the rest of the nation. Boris, special counsel, uh, we, need, we need the special counsel to either recuse himself because the situation with the wife or because I all I'm my phone's been blowing up all day long of people outraged about this that are preparing to come forward. What's going to happen here? What's going to happen is this is that we need every single, not just Republican, every single country loving American to come out and demand that Jack Smith, this deranged left wing persecutor, not prosecutor, persecutor and his wife, who is as far left and woke as they get, is that they do not get to control any, any uh, moment of justice, any law enforcement process in America, and specifically not this attack and harassment of the most powerful political figure in America, President Donald J. Trump. Jack Smith has to stand down, has to step down, has to recuse himself absolutely immediately. There's no other option. He is not fit for that office. He is deeply compromised. He is deeply conflicted. He has no room to be the special, the quote unquote special, special counsel. Could anybody actually aspire to be speaker that if, if they didn't, because they're people without honor, if they did not recuse themselves, if Garland did not say, hey, I can't do it this way, you gotta, you, I got to drop you. If that didn't happen, could you possibly be speaker 
uh, and not commit to zeroing out in appropriations, zeroing out any money at all for the special counsel? Has to be total zero. Zero for this witch hunt, zero for this attack on on MAGA, on the Republican Party, on President Donald J. Trump, and on America. No money whatsoever for this witch hunt, for this 1930s show trial attempt, which is exactly what, exactly what the, the, the Democrats are trying to do. And it's really, it's pathetic, it's un-American, it's unlawful, it's unconstitutional. So no, not one dime should go to it. What we should have is investigations of the crime, uh, Biden crime family up and down the block. Everything from China to Ukraine, so on some percent for the big guy, the laptop, and, and investigations into everybody who suppressed the laptop. So now CBS, you know, two, two, over two years, they're, oh, look at this, it's yeah. real. We've known that for over two years. You've hidden it from the American public that you ought to be ashamed of yourself. We should be investigating everybody who colluded to suppress these facts about the Biden crime family from the American public. Uh, we have our homework assignment over over Thanksgiving to read the 600-page report we highlighted tonight. It's up on all of our sites to link to, and you still get a hard copy of it. Order later. Boris, what's your social media? Because people need to follow you and read your morning newsletter. Thanks so much, Steve. A ton going on. We've got to be on offense all day long. Not one inch back. We're fighting and we're winning. And by the way, Paul just came out from Quinnipiac asking Republicans if they're with MAGA, which is led by President Donald J. Trump. 79% yes, 16, 16% no. MAGA is ascendant. MAGA is dominant. And President Trump's up 30 in the Emerson College poll for the 2024 race for president among republicans we continue to win my information borscp.com hot on the website borscp.com hot on getter borscp on twitter at borscp hot on true social at boris and the hottest on the gram boris underscore epstein stay strong god bless winning every day and i'll talk to you tomorrow yeah we've got these poll numbers coming absolutely blow your uh, mind we're going to talk to them about tomorrow morning particularly people that relate that say they're MAGA republicans 79 percent. so biden suck on that when you come after the mega Republicans, let me go to Mike Davis. Thank you, Boris. Let me go to Mike Davis. Mike, I got you on here to talk special counsel, but you're kind of our legal Sherpa. Uh, walk me through the uh, McCarthy, a, a guy who's aspires to be Speaker of the House in the front of a board down in El Paso, Texas, throwing down saying, hey, you either resign or I'm going to impeach you. How heavy is that, sir? I think it's pretty important uh, if, if he's going to be the next Speaker of the House, if you have the Speaker of the House promising an impeachment, it's pretty likely there's going to be an impeachment. So uh, it's the right thing to do legally, politically. It's good for McCarthy's chances of becoming speaker. And it's uh, it's a strong, important message to send to the Biden administration that we can't have antitrust amnesty in this country. You, We have laws and you have to enforce the border. We, ha- we have a country here. And when you have 5 million people invading our southern border, a million getaways, uh, you no longer have a country. And so if you, if you, if you, if you, you're our legal guy, if you actually went to the process of the investigation, you got to do that first, can't make it a political to get the evidence to impeach my, let's say he digs in, screw you, you know, all you war room guys, you know, put it where it doesn't shine. I'm digging in. If you do the investigations, how do you impeach DHS when you don't also impeach the attorney general? Isn't the attorney general inextricably linked in the legal aspects, every aspect of Everything related to the southern border and our sovereignty, sir? Yeah, I mean, I think that they both should be impeached. They should both be impeached for uh, for overlapping reasons on immigration, 
on our lack of enforcement of our immigration laws. With Merrick Garland, he has politicized and weaponized the Justice Department to protect President Biden, his son Hunter, his brother James, uh, the Biden administration, the Biden White House, and he's weaponized it against President Trump, his top aides, including you, Steve, uh, President Trump supporters. We can't have two systems of justice in this country. And these these two top officials in the Biden administration, Mayorkas and Garland, are ju- this is intentional what they're doing. This is not, they're not just, you know, they're not just morons who don't know how to do their jobs. This is willful violation of the law here. They are intentionally importing future Democrat voters when they have just completely fallen down and stopped enforcing our immigration laws. This is intentional from day one. They got rid of Remain in Mexico. They stopped building the wall. This is intentional. And just wait until Title 42 goes away in the next several weeks. We're going to see a flood of illegal economic migrants coming across our border. By the way, CIS and uh, Todd Benzman's told us this. Chuck Schumer, basically, he, he's he, people say, oh, uh, Tucker's so terrible in replacement theory. I mean, Schumer laid it out exactly why they're doing it, plain spoken. Mike, you just mentioned they're not morons, they're smart people. Did did they not think through uh, Jack Smith's wife? And is that grounds, you think, for recusal or termination or getting rid of him as a special counsel, the, the, the clear Trump hate of the wife, of the missus? Well, here's the deal with Jack Smith. He is the prosecutor that Democrats bring in when they want to clean up a political mess like they did with John Edwards when he was uh, when he fell out of grace with the Democrat Party. They used Jack Smith to get rid of him. And then they used Jack Smith to get rid of Republican presidential potential Republican presidential candidates like he did with Governor Virginia Governor Bob McDonald when he brought this this bogus theory of corruption that was overturned eight to nothing by the Supreme Court. It would have been nine to nothing if Justice Scalia didn't pass away. It is very hard to lose unanimously on a criminal case before the Supreme Court. And Jack Smith found the way he's going to pursue bogus legal theories to to get President Trump. It is not a crime to uh, to keep presidential records. It is specifically allowed by the Presidential Records Act. You can take presidents and take personal copies of their records when they leave office, just like President Clinton did when he took eight years of highly classified audio recordings of his president's office. Mike, can you hang on one second? I know you're busy. I just want to keep you through the break for uh, one or two more questions. Mike Davis from Article 3 joins us. We're also going to go to Arizona about this fiasco, this disaster, this embarrassment, humiliation of the people of Arizona this election. All next in the world. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. 
and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Mike uh, Davis, we had Ralph Norman on from South Carolina 5. This morning he says, hey, likes Kevin McCarthy, nice guy. I've really done a lot to help you know, uh, recruit people, but he doesn't think he's tough enough for what has to happen in 2023. Have you ever seen, you've been around a while, have you ever seen a guy, uh, the nominee for speaker, a guy at that level, a man or woman at that level, calling out a, 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 a sitting cabinet officer and said, either resign or I'm going to impeach you? Is that a, kind of a fire breather? I, I like what I hear so far. I, I want I want to see where uh, he is on big tech and if he's actually going to hold uh, Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple accountable. But so far, so good in his okay. audition to be Speaker of the House. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Norman specifically mentioned your specifically mentioned big tech. He said he thought there was a problem, a big problem. He he had weighed and measured that. But I'm just putting it out there. Norman said, "Hey, big tech was one of his three or four checklists that he didn't think he was there on." But you have to, you're open to see what he's got to say. Is it a requirement, a sine qua non of uh, getting the speakership to commit that you will zero out, um, zero out the appropriations for special counsel, maybe even more if you have to, to take on the Justice Department to, 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 to shut this nonsense down? I think it's important that you do that because what this special, this special counsel appointment is illegitimate. You have someone in this Jack Smith who is a Democrat heat-seeking missile to take out Republican presidential candidates like he did with Bob, and Bob McDonald, like, like, like he's trying to do now with President Trump. They're investigating non-crimes, the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election like Democrats did in uh, 1969, 2001, 2005, 2017. They're investigating the non-crime of taking personal copies of presidential records, just like President Clinton did when he had eight years of audio recordings, highly classified audio recordings in his sock drawer. It is perfectly legal for a uh, for a president to do that. It's contemplated by federal statute. And here's the problem. Attorney General Merrick Garland appoints a special counsel to investigate his boss's political enemy, President Trump, but he doesn't investigate. He doesn't appoint a special counsel to investigate clear evidence that his boss, President Biden, his son, Hunter, and his brother, James, could be on Ukrainian and Chinese payrolls, the president could be compromised. And that doesn't call for a special counsel, but going after President Trump for non-crimes does. This is nonsense. It is a political witch hunt. Witch hunt. And yes, this should be zeroed out by House Republicans. How do people go to your site to find out uh, about this big tech, your crusade? And what you're saying is the biggest issue. By the way, Ralph Norman brought it up. He agrees with it. This thing about taking on big tech is on his top two or three. Where do they go on your site to find, uh, to get all access to information Mike Davis. I, I will say to Kevin McCarthy, we will take converts. There's no problem with past positions. We'll take converts Converts in this big tech fight. It's article3project.org, article3project.org, at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And my personal is M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And if you go to article3project.org slash war room, there's a, there's a site for the war room posse to look at the specific bills. Right how to contact Congress. Thank you very much, Steve. 
Thanks, Mike. Thank you for doing that. Also, make make sure you always got to watch Mike on uh, not just Getter, but on uh, on Twitter. We're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have uh, Mike Lindell on later. Talk about Twitter. By the way, no site in the world has probably done a better job of investigating Ukraine, all of it, than John Solomon's Just the News. But they got a blockbuster story up about a blockbuster report in Arizona. Natalia Mitterstadt joins us. Ma'am, your report is pretty amazing. It's off a report from a lawyer. Tell us what this lawyer saw and why is this such a big deal now that they got dropped, I think, in the last 24 hours? Yeah, so this report is from an RNC attorney who collected observations from GOP observers at uh, 115 vote centers out of Maricopa's uh, 223 total vote centers. And from those uh, 115 vote centers that the Republican observers were at, they found that 72 of them had uh, material problems with the voting machine, different voting equipment they used, whether it was the printers for the ballots or if it was the tabulators. And so, um, yeah, this uh, report really does show that there were a lot more problems in Maricopa County than the uh, election department and board of supervisors initially reported. Well, he's going to be on the second hour. And when you read the report, when I do the math, I thought that uh, Bill Gates told me it was just 70 overall. I mean, they're saying it's 70 of the, 72 of the 115, which would make the percentage much, much higher. I mean, this report, and if you read your news story about it, because it kind of lays out just the observations of this guy, and I think some others, it's just the facts. He doesn't editorialize. It's a bombshell because it does not compute with anything that Gates has wanted up there playing that Fargo accent and kind of giving you information that is diametric would you agree diametrically opposed to what your story reports off of this report yes it does show that uh bill gates and others in maricopa county were not uh completely transparent with how widespread that these issues were because as you mentioned over there's over 60 percent of just the vote centers that the republican observers were at so there could be tons more that we don't know about and um the fact that so many people had to wait in hours long lines and had to spoil ballots, sometimes multiple times to try to vote again on new ballots to get the tabulators to work. Uh, there were significant issues and it was not just affecting a few people. And what this report does, it says that because he was inside, no reporting was really done of this. I mean, you're one of the first to actually go into this, but this is shows you that the scale of this, given uh, Maricopa County, what they're putting forward, because they said stuff was fixed by three. These guys say it was not fixed at all. I think your story, analyzing this report, uh, and if the report holds up, which it looks like it has, because a lot of people have, have, have started to talk to this guy, um, I just don't know how you certify. And I'm going to get to our next guest in a second and talk about that. But uh, it's pretty amazing. How do people get to you? How do they get to Justin News, your social media? Because I know... You and John Solomon are all over this because it couldn't be a bigger story right now than what's happening in Arizona. Yeah, just on justthenews.com. Uh, my byline's on there. And then I'm on Twitter, Truth Social. Uh, Twitter is at Natalia B M I T T E L. And on Truth Social, I'm at Natalia M I T T E L. Natalia, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let's bring in Jake Hoffman. Jake is, uh, is a representative of the state Senate out there. Jake. Um, there's a, there's a story, I think in the Arizona sun times, the Michael Patrick Leahy, uh, paper today that talks about you, you are representing or from the uh, Arizona freedom caucus. 
And you're calling for the, and I want to set this, I want to frame this right. Given what Natalia and her reporting showing, and we're going to have the author of that report, the lawyer on the second hour. Uh, and I was able to talk to him, obviously, to, to get ready for that. You're calling for Bill Gates and all the supervisors to resign. And I think he's throwing Steve uh, Richards or Ricards in, in the, you say all of them should resign. They just came out, I think an hour or two ago and put out a thing of saying, Hey, we got a letter from the attorney general and yeah, it's got some stuff in it and we're going to get around to answering it, but we're going to certify the election. Uh, we're going to certify the, we're calling a meeting. We're going to certify the election on Monday. It's, uh, so there's a huge gap. You and other people are saying, this is embarrassing. This is humiliating. This can't be certified. We can't do this again. You've got to resign and we've got to figure out how to start over again. And they're saying, Hey, Jake, thanks for the, thanks for the memories. Uh, we don't care. We're rolling forward. So how do you tell me what you think of their position? Why did you come to your position? And is there any way to bridge that gap? Well, Steve, thanks for having me first and foremost. Look, the fascist left is trying to burn down this country as we know it. And unfortunately, Arizona, thanks to Maricopa County, is at the center of the dumpster fire right now. Uh, you've got the Board of Supervisors and Recorder Richard. Yo, 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 but, but, hang, but, hang, but hang on, but hang on. I got the left. I got Katie Hobbs. I got MSNBC. She's like a contributor for them. But correct me if I'm wrong. You're in the Republican Party out there, right? That's correct. That's correct. And, and uh, isn't Bill Gates and most of these supervisors, are they not in the wait for it Republican Party, sir? Well, they're from the McCain wing of the Republican Party, the establishment wing. And that's uh, exactly where I was going with that next point is the attorney general has laid out multiple violations of the law. Numerous, in fact, uh, you know, recorder richer created a political action committee specifically to oppose candidates that were on the ballot. In the election that he was tasked with overseeing, there is clearly misconduct. 16-672 in Arizona Revised Statutes is one area that we're looking into to hold these guys accountable. But conflicts of interest is another area that we're looking into. And quite honestly, they have embarrassed not only the state, not only this county, but they've embarrassed the country right now. We are the laughing stock of the world, thanks to these guys. And they need to resign. And if they won't resign, we will do everything in our power to hold them accountable uh, you know, come this new legislative session. Unfortunately, our governor won't call us into legislative session now, but come January, you bet your ass that's what we're going to be doing. Okay. Uh, I just want to make sure for folks that have not been following this as closely as home as you should, the letter from the attorney general signed by the deputy attorney general, assistant attorney general was issued and promulgated Saturday evening, I think around nine o'clock Arizona time. That was the urgency of it. They're working all weekend. And he actually said, hey, we've been working all weekend to have a response. This is, Jake, I want you to describe that letter. It, because we just got this new report out from this RNC observer. And there's other things. Cleta Mitchell, they're, they're being inundated now with stuff. Affidavits, uh, eyewitness reports from, from citizens, from disenfranchised voters in, uh, in, in, in different counties, to, to, all the way to Maricopa County. But the AG's letter was not a, hey, how you doing? It was literally a menu of their failures. And they said, we need to hear from you immediately what happened and how can this thing be certified given what happened, sir? 
Well, it shouldn't be certified, and that's plain and simple by anyone who reads the letter. In fact, we have two other counties now who have said they will be abstaining from certifying their elections as a way to try and force the hands or at least give law enforcement through the election integrity unit within the attorney general the opportunity to pursue this. It should not be certified. Jake, Jake hang on for one second. I'm going to just hold you through the break. Uh, we're going to go from Maricopa County. We're going to get back to Arizona, but we're going to Brazil. The exact same problem with the wait for it machines. Next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, what is calling you? You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM, up to 90% off. We're moving inventory for a holiday sale. You got every product in the world on sale. Go check it out. Buy one, get one free. But the big deal is we've got inventory up to 90% on certain items, but big discounts on tons of items. Go check it out today. You can't get... Lindell's going to be up here. Hey, they ain't letting him back on Twitter. They're not letting him back in Bed Bath & Beyond. He's not in Walmart. He's not in Big Box. He's not on the Home Shopping Channel. Why? Because he's been fighting about these machines, and we're in Maricopa County. We're about to go to Jane Zirkel talk about Brazil. And guess what they're arguing about there? Machines and mail-in ballots. I kid you not. And yet they took the man, tried to destroy his business. MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. Go support him today. The products are amazing. They make great, great, great gifts and particularly for the war and posse they'll, they'll get it by the way it's a report out the number one thing people want in this holiday it's up on drudge the number one thing it's a study the number one gift the number one thing people want is a good night's sleep good night's sleep that's what happened that's why we're so energetic here at the war four or five hours and ready to go okay jake you've got um you know you're a senator you've got the ag with this brutal letter and 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 uh, Gates is kind of yeah we're going to answer it we got some answers we're working on some replies. That letter seemed like it's not repliable. It was things that happened that I just don't know how you certify this. So what's the process and what's going to be the legislature and what's going to be yours of the Freedom Caucus's part in this process to make sure this thing's not certified if it's not certifiable, sir. Yeah, so it's not certifiable. The attorney general's letter makes that clear. The reality right now is that we need the citizens of Arizona to get uh, in attorney general Brnovich's ear. He needs to hear from people. He needs to hear how pissed off they are. Uh, and he needs to have the, the guts to step up and do his job 
as the executive branch, the top law enforcement officer in the state and make sure that this gets uh, you know, paused and delayed long enough that Carrie Lake has the ability to file lawsuits. Look, so you want you want people you want people to bombard him, you want people to bombard him with emails and say hey we're outraged and link to these different sites and say hey this happened again or send their own personal stories I mean this came about because of complaints to the attorney general's office I think they said they had over a thousand that they had to deal with it but you think the citizens of Arizona have to make their voices heard by let their representatives and the AG know send them emails call the office send links to the all the affidavits etc. Let people know that they don't think this can be certifiable? Well, look, there are more of us than there are of them. And unfortunately, people don't realize the power of their voice. So yes, we need them to step up. We need them to contact A.G. Burnovich. When we come back into the legislature in January, the Freedom Caucus will be leading the oversight and investigation charge uh, from both the House and the Senate. You can rest assured on that. But right now, the attorney general is the one empowered by our Constitution and our statutes to enforce this issue. And he needs to hold the Board of Supervisors accountable. I, you've called for them to resign. And I just want to hear from you. You don't think, given what you've seen in all these other reports and what you've seen in the letter by the attorney general's office, that this election cannot be certified now? Is that what I'm hearing? I don't believe it should be certified. No, I think that these people are borderline alleged criminals when it comes to violations of election law. And we need Carrie Lake to file lawsuits to make sure that we get to the bottom of this. And we need Attorney General Brnovich to do his damn job. Jake, uh, how do people get to you on social media? How do they follow you? So, Bannon, uh, I was kicked off before it was cool to be kicked off. So you, oh. can, find, you can find me on Getter and Truth uh, at Jake Hoffman. Thank you, sir. Two great platforms there, Getter and Truth. We love it over Getter, and the Truth thing's great. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Jane Zirkel, you've been all over the situation in Brazil. Here's what's amazing. What happened today, Jane, and quite frankly, it's kind of like Arizona. What happened in Brazil, ma'am? So today, President Bolsonaro of Brazil filed election in the Superior Electoral Court challenging the Brazil electronic voting machines. Now, Bolsonaro's coalition performed an audit on the election, and they found that in certain electronic voting machines, the identification code was incorrect, which means that the votes cast in these machines were not able to be identified as authentic votes or whether they were the product of third-party human intervention. Now, Lula's victory has already been ratified in the court, and the court is headed by far-left Supreme Court Justice Alexandre Morris, who is behind much of the censorship and debanking that has been inflicted on election protesters. So the likelihood of this lawsuit producing a clear victory in the courts is somewhat slim, but you have to remember that this electronic voting has been a, a large point of scrutiny and has been largely criticized across Brazil for many, many years before this election even took place. And so the chance that this has to fuel fire and really garner support around this cause and the people's cause is definitely, definitely a, a probability. There have been tens of millions of people on the street. Do you believe, you've watched this closely, they've actually had some child uh, protective services trying to take children from protesters. Do you believe that this will actually raise the level of intensity of these uh, heretofore peaceful protests? 
100% because it gives the people a clear sense of what went on in the election. This audit provided really, really detailed evidence as to votes being potentially swayed inaccurately in Lula's favor. It it's, has a lot of merit and substance to it, and I think it has tremendous grounds to really take the people's message to the next level. Okay, uh, Jane, how do people, you've been on top of this day one, you're putting up a bunch of reports, you're doing a bunch of live streams on Getter. Uh, where do people, uh, where do people um, uh, follow you on social media? Because this is probably the biggest story in the world. You can find me on Getter, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Jane Zirkle. Okay, I want everybody to understand, given the millions, and Matthew Tiermont says tens of millions in the street, the Brazilian spring, that was before Bolsonaro actually put his report out. This is only going to increase the intensity of this because Bolsonaro is saying it was stolen, and he's saying it was stolen uh, through the machines. I'm going to get to Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is going to join us here in a second, but I want to go quickly. Thank you, Jane. Appreciate it. Follow Jane uh, Zirkel. She's on Twitter, but follow her on Getter. She's doing live streams on the time. We're all over this Brazil situation. So you've had both Arizona about machines, Brazil's about machines. I'm about to bring the machine guy in, Mike Lindell, but I, got, I asked Todd to join us. But Todd, when a guy's running for spe- uh, Speaker of the House and he shows up down in El Paso, Texas, and he stands there and he says, you either resign, Mayorkas, or we're going to start investigations and hearings and we're going to impeach you. How hardcore is that? That's hardcore, man. Uh, he came in pretty hot as far as, uh, uh, you know, I didn't expect that. But I'm glad he did because uh, he needs to uh, twist that arm to get the American people a whole lot of answers about what has happened at the border, what Alejandro Mayorkas did at the border in the absence of a president. When you don't have a, a, a head of state you can get away with a lot. And I think that's what's happened here. I don't think that uh, McCarthy needs to just uh, call on the resignation of Mayorkas because when Mayorkas does resign, or if he does, we have to watch out for his replacement. So they need to also say Mayorkas and his replacement because they could put somebody in there who's worse very easily and the problem won't get solved. But that aside, Mayorkas is vulnerable on a huge number of fronts. For one thing, he is illegally using, in a mass way, in my opinion, uh, parole, humanitarian parole authority, just dishing it out to hundreds of thousands and millions of people when it's supposed to be for a one-off, like a cop who's shot and trying to get over the border. Uh, And also, he's been severely misusing prosecutorial discretion on ICE arrests. He's uh, put a moratorium on deportations from the interior of the country. We need answers on that. There are hardcore criminals by the thousands that could have been uh, grabbed and and, uh, put out of the country. Uh, Court orders, uh, Supreme Court orders, uh, ignoring them for Title 42, for MPP, finding all these loopholes, finding ways to get in and around no, no, the law. I, I want to make sure our audience knows something. You're, you're reporting in your book and what you put up on CIS, and clearly we have you on every time you, you break something, and even when you're down the border. That had a, went a long way for informing the staff over there, and I think that's why they came to the conclusion. Look, it's unprecedented 
for a guy going to be speaking that has to go and tell a, a sitting a, a, a administration or regime, this guy here, we hold uh, 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 you know accountable for the invasions of the border. He either resigns or we're going to impeach him. I mean, that's pretty. And I, look, people can have their opinions on McCarthy. This is bigger than McCarthy. And I think you're seeing a new cut of the jib because, remember, he's getting pressure. He wants to be speaker. He's a long way from there. We've had Norman on here today said, hey, I'm voting for him. It's five votes no. So somehow he's, he's got to change the dynamic. The one way he's well, getting the dynamic change is on the southern border. you agree with that, Benzman? Yeah, he's heading in the right direction. Of course, you know, this is my issue. I, you know, I, this is what I study and what I cover. But, but I, I haven't heard uh, a potential leader of the House or the Senate call this the greatest mass migration in U.S. history, and he did uh, accurately, yeah. and it needs to continually be called that because nothing like this has ever happened to America. Nothing like this. This is, That's we're beyond the country. Right. So I like to hear talk like that. We hear, we talk like that on your show all the time, but <laughs> yeah. But I think it's working. How do people get to you? How do they get to the book? But particularly I want them to get this because I think this humanitarian parole was the, maybe one of the things that put things over the top. How do people get to all your writings, all your analysis? That's right. So you can find me on Getter, T. Benzman at Getter. I just opened an account on Truth, uh, Todd Benzman at, at Truth. Um, just trying to build the membership there. And I'm at Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org. And my, my piece is there from yesterday. Real quickly, Twitter and, and Getter, how do people get to you? Uh, T. Benzman at Getter. Uh, Twitter, actually, I started growing thanks to Elon Musk for the first time in two years. But uh, And my book oh, is overrun. Yeah. <laughs> Get that on Amazon. We're going to put a link to it right now. Thank you very much, Todd. Appreciate okay. it. Do I have Lindell? Hey, Mike Lindell. I, we're going to talk about Twitter after the break, but you got a minute. I, Arizona and Brazil are two sides of the same coin. They're in throwdowns. They got reports coming out. I had an explosive report. I got the author of it the next hour. We just had a state senator saying they got to resign in Maricopa County because of the machines. The guy's going to come in the next hour saying the machine thing's far worse than it's being reported. You got Brazil. He just came out. Bolsonaro just came out and said, hey, the machines, it's all coded. It's everything that Lindell's saying. How does that make you feel since you've had your business destroyed, your life destroyed, your employees destroyed, you're not in Walmart, you're not anywhere because of your crusade about these machines, sir? Well, Steve, it doesn't matter if I if it takes me to lose everything. I want to save our country, and we have to get rid of the machines. I've said that since day one. There's no sacrifice too big. I'm doing what you know. I believe the Lord gave me this big platform for such a time as this, and I'm just doing what I feel that which I have to do. And I did talk to people in Brazil last week, and they had 5.1 million votes taken. That's just what we know, what we've seen on the machine. So. It's um, it's but, a you can people yeah. say if you feel vindicated, Mike, yeah. do you feel vindicated? I just want to win, everybody. I just want to yeah. save our country for let, our future. Let, let's jump. You're gonna be a break. Let me be blunt. The machine people in Brazil are saying you're dead wrong, and of course Maricopa County saying, hey, we're gonna certify this. This is the kind of problem we think we have. The machines. We're certifying this election on Monday the 28th. There's a long way. There's an unbridgeable gap somewhere. We're going to talk to Mike Lindell in a minute about that. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the 
Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today has arrived the new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now Okay, I uh, want to bring in Mike Lindell. Uh, Mike, uh, just real quickly, in Maricopa County, you know, the, the AG sent this letter. We got a new report. The guy's going to, the lawyer's going to be here tonight about, and he's had witness of the machine tabulation problems and all the machines had problems. And But in the defense of the machines, the guys running it, the Maricopa County saying, hey, we don't hear from Mike Lindell. We don't hear from the voters. We don't hear about it because we're going to send a response to AG and we're certifying this election at a public hearing on Monday. Uh, what do you think about that, sir? Well, I think it's disgusting. I mean, where does it end? Where does it end, everybody? This is, uh, you know, if Katie Hobbs uh, believes that she won, why would she want to say, hey, let's uh, let's take a look at this. There was massive problem. Um, I, when I woke up on the morning of the election and I go, all these machines are going bad across our country and mostly in uh, Arizona, I'm going, wow, finally somebody will actually see that there's problems with these um, Steve, we also have reason to believe now that it's uh, that a lot of this could have been done uh, not machine malfunction, maybe on purpose. And uh, there's just a lot. And if they do, if they decertify, if they certify, this is not once again the biggest cover up for another one of the biggest crimes ever. When you have a crime against our country, when it's talking about our elections, there is no bigger crime because everything manifests from that. When you have people that do this, and it, you, you take. You take a whole country, and that's where we're at. They, that cannot be certified. When your attorney general says, hey, there's a problem, let's look into it. What, the, what are the, they the, hiding, Steve? What are they hiding? I, I want to I talk about, <clears throat> about hiding. There, there's an article about who's not back on Twitter from the, from the original guys banned for life. I, I want to make sure. I have never been on Twitter. The show had a Twitter account. That was taken off because we were putting up. They said it's about Fauci. That's a lie. It was because we we're putting up stuff from the hard drive from hell. 
I have no interest in being on Twitter. It will never be on Twitter because it is financed by the Chinese Communist Party. And Elon Musk has got to come forward and prove to people that it's not. Tesla, the whole deal stinks to high heaven. That being said, Mike, how can we have this fiasco in Arizona? And how can we have this fiasco in Brazil? And you got tens of millions of people on the streets. And correct me if I'm wrong. The reason you're permanently banned, I think, is because you were talking about voting, mail-in votes, machines, all the problems we're seeing here in November of 2022, and you were banned a while back, and you're still not up on Twitter. I, I, it doesn't compute. What, what, what am I missing here? Yeah. Uh, Steve, I was not only taken off Twitter in January, it was in January after I got the machine evidence on January 9th. And then my pillows Twitter was also taken down because uh, I spoke out, you know, I spoke out then against Jack Dorsey of Twitter. So my my shout out to uh, Elon Musk would be, uh, you know, if your such should be a new platform of, uh, of free speech, um, but yet you're going to carve out the guys that talk about our election crimes and our election integrity. Um, I don't think it's that free, Steve. I think it's. I, I think I would like to do a shout out to Elon Musk right now. Hey, check out the evidence. I was banned because uh, I was telling the truth, and that's that's uh, that's disgusting. And I, to be one of the few people that hold, still hold banned. It, hold it. Hang on, hang on. Hold, 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 hold. They have not. They have not reached out to you and asked you for the evidence you had and asked you no. to to come in and try. Hold it. Hang on. Stop. The, the free speech absolutists over Twitter have not asked you to give them some information to see about the ban, all the information you have, your information about the machines and mail-in ballots and all this other stuff. They have not asked for that. No, they have not. And uh, I would welcome that. Um, I would hope they don't reach out to our, the trader Alan Duke, that was the, the former fact checker for them. Um, I hope that he's long gone because uh, maybe that's what was blocking it. But they haven't reached out. The new everybody's got their twitters back and so on. And uh, would, would, as you hang know, on, Steve, hold, that, that, hold, but can, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Would you commit right now to do an open t- live Twitter with Elon Musk? He could play twenty crusher. He'd rip your face off. You present your evidence, and he takes you on mano a mano in your evidence about what you believe is the voter fraud related to machines and other things in the twenty twenty election, sir. A- absolutely. I'd fly, I'd fly to him, do whatever it takes. I would deliver, hand delivered on a silver platter and say, here you go. Look at it. You're a very smart man. Look at this and, and do whatever you want to do with my Twitter account. But, but, but for sure, I would like you to say, hey, um, this guy got banned and he's right banned right now for no reason then. Um, and uh, I would do that any day, any time, any time of day or night. And I'll drop everything I have to do that, Steve, because I believe it's very important to our country. And uh, if you're going to have a platform of free speech now and adopt this cancel culture, you can't just say anybody that talked about machines can't be on it. Let let me be blunt. It's a joke. Him saying it's a free speech app. All the conservatives got the pom-poms out. It's fully financed. I got a challenge for Elon Musk. Show me a penny of your financing that did not come from the Chinese Communist Party. Tesla, the, all your stock, everything related to any cash or stock you're taking out of Tesla is 100% financed by the Chinese Communist Party in that Shanghai joint venture. Binance, CCP. Uh, Sequoia, a front for the CCP, up to their necks. And their investigation on Capitol Hill on Sequoia. They should understand that. So don't get, don't get in my grill. 
They're all CCP operations or CCP fronts. Does he have a penny that of anything in Twitter, which is a crime scene to begin, begin with, anything not financed by CCP, and he's not letting any anti-CCP voices on there? Mike, how do they right. get to you? Well, see, at well, Steve, speech? I want yep. to quick say right. that. You do, do realize, everybody, the first thing I said on January 9th was this was an attack by the CCP in China. We have all that evidence. That's the main evidence is this was a China. Oh. The CCP is directly involved with the Uniparty, the deep state and the globalists. So it makes sense to me. Now, Steve, you've answered my question. <laughs> you got to start watching War Room, brother. Hey, Mike, how do people get to you on, on Frank's speech on Lindell? We're going to jump over Lindell TV for the next hour. How do they get to you? we got 30 seconds. Yeah, you guys, you can reach me. I'm going, I do my show at uh, on Lindell TV on Frank's speech, and it's right after, uh, uh, it's at 6 p.m. Central Time. And then also you can reach me on Getter. You can reach me on Truth Social. And uh, and then, I, like I say, my show on Lindell TV on Frank's speech, everybody. And everyone, thanks for all your support of my pillow. All our employees, thank all of you, Steve, for everything you're doing on the war room. We're, we're going to have you on tomorrow talk about the number one gift on Drudge. They're saying the big story, it's sleep. Mark Sonnenklar is going to join us from Arizona about this report on the uncertifiable election next. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer. Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.